So today's pod topic is something that isn't talked about as often as it probably should, because people typically don't want to discuss negative things. And quitting is put into that box of being a negative, when in reality, it's a life milestone. Uh, most people to move on or move up in their professional career, they have to face the decision of deciding to quit their current job. And your current job is a lot of the times what's holding you back from the next best thing, whatever that is. Uh, so for you guys, as it relates to quitting, do you have any experiences in the past where you were put in the position where you had to decide if you're going to quit your current profession or quit your current uh, role or the company you were with? So uh, I do have a story or I do have a time where I was at a facility and I was actually training out of it. I believe Stamos was uh, working at one as well. And every quarter they would do like a quarterly review, you know, go over your strengths, your weaknesses, what they wanted to see you, uh, you know, really crush for that upcoming quarter. And if you checked all the boxes and the meeting went well, you received a 25 cent raise. And I just remember, you know, going to my quarterly email or the quarterly meeting and checking off the boxes and they let me know, hey, you know, where you're at right now is as high as we ever pay out to anybody. You kind of hit that, that cap. Great job. And to them, it was like a, like a, a compliment, like, Hey, you did it. You You made it all the way up. Yeah. You made it. But in my eyes, it was, Hey, this is the end of the road. There's no more growth, you know, put the car in park. That's it. So did it just make you feel like you were maxed out at your current position? So the opportunity for growth was gone. It did. It was a big motivation killer for me where I don't know if I should have interpreted it as, you know, an accomplishment, like, yeah, I got through the ranks and here I am but it wasn't how it felt to me. It was just, this is the end of the road and I'm not going to continue to grow. So I'm going to be on the descending kind of the death path. Um, and it was I, just a motivating factor. I think a lot of the time heading into a job, clear expectations need to be set on each side. If your employer had told you, Hey, after investing 18 months here, you're going yeah. to hit this ceiling. Would you still have taken the job or would you pursue something else? It's a good question. I would have, probably still taking the job with in my head, the hopes that I can show them what I'm capable of delivering 18 months in. And in my eyes, if after 18 months, I can't prove why I deserve more than just being at this role, I probably am not a good fit for the position I was hired for. Right. But at least the expectations would have been clear at that point. Correct. If they told you, and then you're just trying to defy logic, you know, like you said, prove them wrong and get yourself yeah. past what in their eyes is their ceiling. But with their organization, that might've been the top of the top and you yes. couldn't get any higher. And that's well, fine. As long as you get the return on investment that you hoped for from that job. So if it was to get better as a trainer and you got that in your 18 months, you quitting wasn't a negative thing. It was just you moving on because you've gotten what you needed to from that opportunity. And now you're taking it into your next opportunity. Definitely. Yeah. You could also look at it as like a resume builder too. It probably looks good on your resume saying that you were at the, at the top of where you are offered. Absolutely. Absolutely. What you can almost respect about that uh, story, uh, Cody, in that situation is that they, it sounds like they, they communicated to you that, you know, like this is it, like this is, this is Mm -hmm. where, whether they saw it as a sort of accomplishment or not, uh, they communicated it to you that, you know, there's, there's really no, nowhere to go from here, which is fine. It is what it is. Some people might be, might've been happy um, to make it to that point, but how often is it that companies, they set unrealistic expectations where they're, they might be telling you in the interview process that there's unlimited opportunities. Like you can, you can make as much as you want. You could grow and develop as much as you want um, when it's not necessarily the truth. 
Correct. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like they were stringing me along like, hey, you know, now that you hit this, you're going to be available or we're going to consider you for X, Y, and Z. That wasn't the case. And in their eyes, it was, hey, you know, congratulations, you did it, but just not how it interpreted to me or how it translated over to me. So Stamos, what you were referencing is called dangling the carrot. And it's one of those things where there's really an art to it because you do want to keep people excited about ascension and you want to keep them excited about future opportunities. And it's a real tough balance as an employer to know how to dangle the carrot, how often, when to, who not to do it with and who it motivates. So Cody, you shared a time that you quit a job because you felt that you kind of capped out and what you were getting paid didn't necessarily represent the type of value you could bring. And you had to look outside of the organization Mm -hmm. to get paid a fair return on what you think your value is. I think a lot of times people often quit way too early and they start looking outside of their organization for opportunity without realizing if they voiced their ambition for more to their current employer, that there may be other opportunities within their organization. They just keep their mouth shut. And there's a quote that comes to mind is closed mouths don't get fed. You need to speak up. Most employers, I would say, if you said, hey, I want an opportunity where I can earn more, they're not going to slam the door in your face. They're going to say, come on in. Let's evaluate what you've done so far, what your track record is, what your skills are, and let's figure out how we can utilize you. We all wish somebody would walk in our door and say, I want more and I'm willing to do what it takes to get more. Yeah. I don't think right, we go, don't if they go about because- it that way. Yeah, it's, it's a hard conversation, I feel like, for that employee to have. I think for in, in the mind of the employee, they think that this could potentially either hurt my employment or that I'm going to be seen differently in a negative way by asking for more, which mm-hmm. is crazy because it's so, it's so opposite. When you're asking for more, it's exciting to a leadership role or a management role because it shows that that individual now is invested, that they want to grow. They, they and want they're hungry. To, they're hungry. They're passionate. Yeah. So what's the worst in that situation? Realistically, what's the worst that could happen? You go, you go to your employer and you ask them for whatever, uh, a pay bump or for more opportunities. Or what's the worst that could happen? They say, no, but thanks for asking. Worst yeah. They say, well, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. have it currently there's... available, but now you're in their mind. You're soldered yeah. into their memory that next time there's an opportunity. Oh, I know so-and-so is looking for more opportunity. You planted that seed. Yep. That brings up a story. I was working for this tech company and I had put it into their heads that, that, Hey, I wanted to be a manager of a sales team and it just wasn't available. <clears throat> then they ended up firing or our sales manager quit and they just never really filled that role. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get considered for this. And it just never happened. It just kept dragging on, dragging on, ended up quitting um, for a better opportunity. And then a month later, he actually hit me up and was like, hey, I know you got some other stuff going on, but we're actually adding a sales manager to the team. I'd like to bring you on as that. And I was like, well, I appreciate you giving me the offer, but I've got way too much going on that I don't think it would be worth your time or mine. But he still remembered that I had put that into his mind months and months ago. You planted that seed. He still offered it. Yeah. Planted the seed. And then even after I was gone, he offered it to me. So if a former employer that you had once quit reached out to you, you know, whether it's weeks, months, years later to offer you an opportunity with the organization, even higher than your previous one, you obviously kept that door wide open. Mm-hmm. So part of quitting is quitting the right way. There's a right way yeah. to go out, right? There's a right way to break up with a significant other. If you have to end a relationship, 
So what did you do to keep that bridge open amongst you and that former employer? I didn't burn the bridge. We had a, a real candid conversation about everything that I enjoyed about the company, things that I think that we needed to change and implement. And we just had a, an actual conversation about it. And in the end, we determined that it was better for me to just actually go out and pursue this other opportunity. And we actually stayed in touch. And then months later, he offered it to me. So, I mean, there's ways to quit smart and not burn the bridge from your employer that later down the road, you can still get an opportunity. Yeah, quitting the right way carries so much weight, not just with maybe getting a call back or having an opportunity to return to that employer, but references. I mean, I have so many people that don't work for me anymore that I still get calls about, oh, what do you think about so-and-so, so-and-so? Like, man, they were a killer when they worked for me and, you know, they graduated to doing something different. They were a beast when they were there. Um, so it's mm -hmm. kind of how you go out, especially as the last thing your former employer is going to remember. So you want to make sure you go out the right way. You want to go out the way you came in, excited, having good things. Nobody in the interview is talking shit. That's just not how interviews go. They, nothing but optimism most often. Uh, that's how you want to go out, the same way you came in with a ton of optimism. Man, I loved my time here. I learned a lot here. Uh, I appreciate everything you've done for me. Ask your employer, hey, can I put count on you as a reference call? You know what I brought to the table. And if you tell them why you're moving on, one, they may offer you something on a way out. You never know. Yeah, I'm moving on because I really wanted to be a trainer, but I didn't get that opportunity here. But shit, I didn't know you wanted to be a trainer. We can create that opportunity for you. Or I really wanted to get into the medical industry. Hey, did you know we have a sister company that does, works in the medical industry? You never know. So you just really need to communicate. It's not a confrontation that the employer isn't prepared for. I think employees are scared of having the conversation, I'm unhappy or I want to quit. When an employer op is open to the conversation, we welcome it. Hey, you want to talk about your current standing with the organization? Just pull up a chair. If anything, they'd rather get the heads up. Yeah. So they can start you yeah, know, planning accordingly. But exactly with, with what you mentioned, Stamos, you know, by getting the heads up, I feel like in the employee's mind that the, the process goes, okay, I come to them to let them know, hey, maybe I'm not too happy yet. That gives that employer then the heads up. Now they're going to find my replacement. They're going to hire my replacement and in turn fire me. So I think it kind of creates this triangle. And that maybe is where that hesitation comes from. Somebody wanting to speak up to voice a concern. That does happen I though sometimes. See that. So yeah, if I you have somebody, that. so if you have somebody come to you with a concern as an employer, where they think they're being undervalued, but you as the employer think they're being valued right on par for what they bring to the table, and you're not on the same page, you may start making preparations to move on from this employee. Because sometimes they don't have the, like their, in their head, the way that they're performing for you is way different from where they're actually performing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I should be the boss. Could I do this, this, this? And I perform like this. And in your head, you're like, I don't know what they see, but I don't see what they see. And if there's not that alignment there, sometimes you do start making preparation to move on from the employee, which is better for everybody. Yeah. Staying at a job where you're not going to maximize it and like it isn't doing anybody a service. Sometimes you got to go from one job to the next. I think something that's, uh, that's worth talking about is uh, the excuses people come up with of why they don't quit. Like if it's uh, the one I hear most often, um, just in my experience from some friends of mine, I think a lot of people get bogged down by like how it looks on, on their resume and like their track record on um, like maybe only being at a company for six months, but six months in, they knew it wasn't a good fit. 
Um, but a lot of times people can let that hold them back from moving on from a company or a position like, Oh, I've only been here six months. That's a bad look. If I'm, you know, I only spent six months at this place and you know, it just looks like I'm job hopping. Nobody's going to take me serious or I'm not going to look like I'm loyal to, you know, as an employee. Um, but in reality, I just don't think it's such a bad thing. Um, if you know, you know, like it's time to move on. Like you rather rip the bandaid off rather than invest a whole nother year at a company that's not a good fit for you. I think that's a misguided concept. However, as an employer, when I see a resume and this guy's had 13 jobs in the past nine months, we all interviewed somebody that we all liked and we looked at his resume and we're like, just why has he been in so many places in such a short period of time? Yeah. Then you look down to the bottom and see that he doesn't have any references from any of those employers. And like, mm -hmm. oh, wow, he left, he left the wrong way. It'd be way different if I looked down and he had references from some of those spots. It's like, okay, yeah. this guy just knew he wanted to move on or move up. Yeah. And Communicated that to his employer and then he moved on. 100%. I'd rather talk to somebody who, you know, you know, 13, like we've seen, you know, 13, 15 jobs in nine months or a year. It's crazy. It's a lot. But when you look at it, you go, okay, you know, they've got four jobs and they're each about a year long. I'd much rather talk to that person because they're, they, they know hopefully what they're looking for and what they weren't able to find compared to somebody who's sitting across going, well, I've been here for 25 years, but I just didn't have the balls to leave or, you know, the guts to do it. So I just was unhappy for, for 20 years. That doesn't make I think, sense. Yeah. I think something that really holds people back from quitting is financial fear. They're scared of the unknown. Even if they hate their current job, they're worried about, I can't just quit because then what am I going to bring home to put food on the table to pay my bills? Mm -hmm. And that is rightfully so because money's a resource that we need. But what we've all talked about off air a bunch of times is there's a way to transition smart. There's a way to start trying to get out of one profession to pursue a profession that tickles that passion sack a little bit more, segueing into your next thing without fully, you know, folding your hand in your current thing. If there is an opportunity for someone that's thinking about quitting of just maybe t partly taking a step back at their current position to maybe pursue something else that they think might be a better fit, that's usually a good way to go about it where you don't have to completely sever ties with where you're at and, and take a, you know, that leap of faith. You can sort of taper off in a way. The question that we're posing is knowing when to quit knowing why to quit and knowing how to quit properly, because you're going to build a resume of character. You talk about a resume of jobs you've held. Yeah, that's one thing. A resume of character, how you acted in different situations. It goes a lot further uh, in life. When you were faced with, you took a job, maybe you didn't like how you transitioned out of doing that into your next thing, how that conversation went with your employer, how you handled yourself in that situation. Have any of you guys had situations of you quitting a job that just did not go well? Um, there was one time when I was quitting a job and we had our quarterly review and I went into this review knowing exactly what I wanted to say and get off my chest and have a, a real conversation with the people in charge. And it kind of went the other way than I had, than I had thought and I ended up telling, telling the other manager off and telling everything what was wrong with it and really didn't quit but i knew i was on my way out and the next day i was actually fired all right so in hindsight being a lot more mature now and that's probably six years in the rear view would you handle handle yeah, it differently being who you are today yeah definitely i would have handled it differently i would have had a, a real conversation i wouldn't have told him off i wouldn't have told him 
everything that was frustrating me. I would have just had a real conversation and voiced my concerns instead of telling him everything that was wrong and everything that he needed to fix. That's a conversation. That's not a resignation. They're two different things. I think too often people think a conversation with their employer about the, the criticisms they have of the organization means resignation. It does not. There's nothing wrong with an employee in the right work environment speaking up to things they think could be better. In fact, somebody caring enough to sit you down and tell you the things they think the organization could do better shows they care. And you cannot teach people to care. I think most often when people quit, it's because their expectations weren't met. What that could mean for some people, they didn't get paid what they think they were worth. For some people, they didn't get the ascension opportunities that they thought that they deserved. And it depends. If those expectations are laid out clearly heading into an employment opportunity and along the way, I think a lot less people would get frustrated to the point of quitting. I think quitting most often is an impulse, completely out of emotion thing that happens. But how many times can you see like with, with companies in the interview process are the employers that are doing, doing the interviewing, uh, they're not really setting realistic expectations with, you know, with those candidates and they're, they're pitching to them that there's unlimited opportunities and that, you know, there, there's no ceiling here. You could make as much as you want for as hard as you work when it's, it's not always the truth and there's not always transparency in those situations. So it can, it can set both parties up for failure in my opinion, because it's setting the employer up for investing all that time with that person who's ultimately going to leave in the end because they're not going to get ultimately what they want out of the position. And it sets the, of course, employee up for failure too, because they're going to invest all that time. And you're talking about broad stroke relationships in general, relationships are about expectation management. If an employer or a girlfriend or a buddy anybody doesn't meet the expectations that they set at the beginning of the relationship, the relationship won't last. It can't 